0: اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما نافعا اللهم ارنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وارنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه Rabbi ishrahli sadri ve yassirli amri vahlul uqdaten min lisani yafqahu qavli Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale-i Nur by bed Sa'id Nursi podcast series. This is Mustafa Tuna. You can listen to the episodes of this series wherever you get your podcasts or at the website www.reflections-rn.org Please subscribe to the podcast so that you can receive the episodes on a regular basis. Inshallah, in this episode, we will continue reading the 20th word. The 20th word is about uh, the Quran. And the section we are reading, the second station, is about um, prophetic miracles. And especially how these prophetic miracles can be a guide um, in our... Can be a guide in our... Efforts in this in this world to understand God's custom, the patterns that God has built into the creation, so that we can use them to our benefits as the wise stewards of the earth. We have read a few examples. Inshallah, we will continue reading some of these examples uh, about how prophetic miracles point to the furthest point that we can get in, in our endeavors to uh, harness the the uh, powers that are put into this universe by our Lord. So, Bismillah. Hem mesela Hz. Süleyman aleyhisselam tahtı belkası yanına celp etmek için vezirlerinden bir alimi ilmi celp dedi. Gözünüzü açıp kapayıncaya kadar sizin yanınızda o Tahta hazır ederim. Olan hadiseyi i harikaya delalet eden şu ayet Estağfirullah قَالَ الَّذ۪ي عِنْدَهُ عِلْمٌ مِّنَ الْكِتَابِ اَنَاٰتِيكَ بِهِ قَبْلَ اَنْ يَرْتَدَّ اِلَيْكَ طَرْفُكَ فَلَمَّا رَآهُ مُسْتَقِرًّا عِنْدَهِ İşaret ediyor ki uzak mesafelerden eşyayı aynen veya sureten ihzar etmek mümkündür hem vakidir ki risaletiyle beraber saltanatla müşerref olan Hz. Süleyman aleyhisselam hem masumiyetine hem adaletine medar olmak için pek geniş olan aktarı memleketine bizzat zahmetsiz muttali olmak ve raiyetinin ahvalini görmek ve dertlerini işitmek bir mucize suretinde Cenab-ı Hak ihsan etmiştir. Also, for example, now we have been looking into examples of prophetic miracles. This is another example. This verse, but one of them who had some knowledge of the scripture, knowledge of the scripture said, or knowledge of the book, said, I will bring it to you in the twinkling of an eye, when Solomon saw it set before him. So to the end of the verse, this is uh, chapter 27, verse 40. So this verse about the wondrous event of one of Sulaiman, Hazret- Suleyman salam's viziers, Who knew the science of transportation? Now here Stadnursi makes a name for a science. Uh, It's the actual word is Jalb, which might be translated as to um, attract, to draw to, or to summon. Uh, But the word transportation seems to work better here. So one of his Mm -hmm. viziers, Suleiman al Hisalam's viziers, who knew the science of transportation. Saying to Hazrat Sulaiman about the transportation of Bilqis's throne to him. Now, um, many of you may already know the incident. The bird Hudhud brings news to Sulaiman that in a far, far land there is a, a queen who doesn't know Sulaiman, who is independent sovereign of her land and this queen and her people do not recognize God. So, Suleyman writes a letter to her and explains to her the situation that he is the prophet of God and he is the he is made the restaurant of God on earth and she should uh, believe believe in God and submit to him. And then there is some back and forth in the end. This queen her name is narrated to be Bilqis, decides to uh, come and visit Sulaiman a.s. And Sulaiman a.s. wants to prepare the grounds for her. Like she, he, he wants something miraculous to be shown to her, to indicate her power. So he asks his uh, viziers, his uh, ministers, who among you can bring that throne to me and there's an afraid there is a demon and as we will see later demons were subjugated to salam says that he can bring it very quickly but then this person who has knowledge of the book or knowledge of the um well it is translated by abdul halima's scripture but the uh the word in arabic in the quran is kitab right so it can it, it is book and uh, it is book and script as scripture but it can also be what we are we have been referring to as kitab kebir ka'inat right the great book of the universe and they don't they, they are not necessarily separate things because divine books are uh, explanations of what is in creation in addition to many other things but um, the divine books are, in a sense, manuals of how to uh, live this life and use the blessings that God gives to us in this life. Right, So they are not necessarily two completely distinct things. So one of these viziers who has this knowledge says to alayhi salam, Before you blink your eye, I will have that throne pres- uh, present by you. So the other if read, says, you know, very quickly, like before you get up. This one says, before you blink your eye, before the twinkling of an eye, I will have that throne present by you, in front of you. So this signifies that it is possible to bring either a thing itself or its image to our presence from long distances. Now at the time of uh, Ustad Nursi, when he is writing this, uh, movies, the cinema had been invented and he appears to have seen some so that's a precedent before him photography is there right but when we apply this to hard day the use of internet uh, streamlining uh, <laughs> events streamlining uh, whatever the camera uh, shoots uh, using uh, Various phone apps, computer software to communicate one on one, seeing each other, right? Uh, this will probably go. And there are some precedents for it already, like holograms, etc. All of these things can be included in here, right? So this, you start noticing this verse, this incident. Prophetic miracle, Ustad Nursi says, signifies that it is possible to bring either a thing itself or its image to our presence from long distances. Moreover, this has happened. Now, when did it happen? It happened with uh, Sulaiman alaihi salam. So, it is not only possible, but it is also actual event. To be a means for. Hz. Sulaiman's innocence innocence and justice, the sublime real has miraculously bestowed him effortless and in-person access to the quarters of his exceedingly large country, as well as the ability to see the state of his subjects and hear their problems. Now he was given uh, royal power, he was given property, he was he was Given all sorts of blessings that we can't even imagine, the you know the satans, jinn, demons, uh, they were all subjugated to him. Animals, he was given the ability to understand the language of animals, and so on and so forth. Right? Uh, so, so much power comes with so much responsibility. If you are, if you assume the. um administration of so many things on such a vast domain, it's a heavy burden. They say about Omar ibn Abdul Aziz, uh, who is you know not who, who is after the first um, rightly guided caliphs, but is recognized as almost their peers because of his sincerity because of his concern for the well-being of the people as he was fulfilling his um, responsibility as the Caliph they say that within two years his hair got white he grayed so this is a heavy responsibility especially for somebody who understands the reality of things understands what um, being accountable for so many different things, the lives and livelihoods of so many different creatures is. So Suleiman obviously understood this responsibility but he also had the power and the responsibility on his shoulders. So for him to be able to preserve his innocence and justice under the circumstances, ustad says, the sublime real has miraculously bestowed upon him effortless and in-person access to the quarters of his exceedingly large country, as well as the ability to see the state of his subjects and hear their problems. So we continue. Demek Cenab-ı Hakk'a itimat edip Süleyman Aleyhisselam'ın lisan-ı ismetiyle istediği gibi o da lisan-ı istidadıyla Cenab-ı Hak'tan istese ve kavani'ni adetine ve inayetine tevfik-i hareket etse ona dünya bir şehir hükmüne geçebilir. Demek tahtı Belkıs Yemen'de iken Şam'da aynı veyahut suretiyle hazır olmuştur, görülmüştür. Elbette Taht etrafındaki adamların suretleriyle beraber sesleri de So, as Süleyman aleyhisselam relied on the sublime real, on God, and asked with the tongue of his innocence, as Süleyman aleyhisselam uh, did that, if he, that is the human being, or us human beings, also asks from the sublime real with the tongue of his aptitude, and acts in accordance with the laws of his customs and solicitude the world may in effect become a city for him too so salam a.s. asked from God with the tongue of his innocence through his innocence he asked right his innocence in and of itself was a a uh, supp- supplication because he was taking a position before his lord with that quality of innocence and god did not want his innocence to be violated and therefore gave him the means to preserve it as he fulfilled that that heavy responsibility heavy burden so as he did that Ustad Nursi says if the human being also asks from the sublime real now, human beings are not innocent, right? Suleiman was a prophet. He had the, uh, the property attribute of Isma. He was innocent. Now we are not. So we cannot ask with that. We can ask with sincerity. We can um, desire and we should desire to be as innocent as possible. We should be afraid of running away. Uh, abhorring sins etc etc but we do not have asma. we do not have the the uh, purity that salam AS, as a prophet had right but what do we would what do we have then what are we going to ask with right the says if he also asks from the sublime real with the tongue of his aptitude what's aptitude um, istidat a more literal translation would be preparedness Uh, but it doesn't usually work well in in the narrative. Whatever you are prepared for, whatever you have the potential for, the disposition for, the aptitude for, right? So the human being is created with aptitude. So for for instance, a child, a newborn child has the aptitude to speak. Now, a newborn child does not speak, but it has the aptitude. It is prepared to uh, build the Ability to speak. It is given a tongue. It is given a brain. It is given ears. It's given uh, teeth, a vocal cord, the uh, intelligence to process concepts and meanings and relate them to words. So it ha- the the baby has the aptitude, and the human being also has the aptitude to do lots of things in this world, right? So. If the human being asks from the sublime real with the tongue of his aptitude and acts in accordance with the laws of his customs and solicitude, the world may in effect become a city for him too. So the human being, Ustadnus implies here, has the aptitude to make long distances um, short, to learn about what's happening in a far far away land quickly but to do this he needs to use the aptitude that is given to him to its um, full capacity earlier on people um, invented and used letters they informed each other about what was happening in long distances So this was a manifestation of their aptitude god had given them to uh, the the ability to read and write the preparedness to read and write the potential and then it was actualized over time then they started to uh, train pigeons and use them as postal conveyors so what was being transmitted uh, perhaps with the caravans going and coming back was now being transmitted by these birds that flew faster, and then they invented other means of uh, communication. For instance, uh, in the Ottoman Empire, they would uh, use f- uh, fire that they that they uh, burned on top of high hills to communicate about Ramadan. The west westernmost. Uh, part of the country the Empire was in North Africa in places like Algeria Tunisia Libya Uh, so that was where Ramadan would be noticed first uh, especially if it came to the 30th day of uh, Shaban now how is it that going to be communicated to the rest of the Empire right so they would burn a burn a fire and everybody would be you know following this waiting for this and others from a long distance see this fire and they would also burn a fire on a high spot and then others from a long distance see this and burn a fire and the the fire would be prepared it was just about kindling it right because they knew that this was about to come others saw it others saw it others saw it and you know this took uh, less than a day to communicate from one end of the empire to the other end of the empire ramadan had come, so people were using their aptitude and using it in accordance with the laws of god's customs right what is god's customs for instance god's custom is for uh, fire to emit light and to be seen from a long distance if the human being observes this understands it he can then harness it to his benefit. And to this we need to add Solicitude. This is not happening only um, as random customs, but God knows the human beings needs and has prepared the universe, and especially the Earth, like a cradle, right? Like a, a crib in which we put the baby after preparing it. It is prepared for to meet the needs of the human being. So the world may in effect, in that case, if the man uh, follows um, and fulfills his aptitude uh, in accordance with the laws of God's customs and solicitude, the world may in effect become a city for him too. That is, the world is a big place, like the, the entire earth is a big place. But as a result of this effort, it becomes small uh, in terms of the ability of the human being to be aware of what is going on in different parts of of this vast space so while the throne of Bilkis was in Yemen it became present in Damascus either itself or with its image and it was seen and from the Quran we know that it was seen generally we understand this to mean that the throne itself appeared but it it may also mean the image or or uh, the throne itself may have been transported for uh, alayhi salam because that that is a miracle and that might be the uh, glass wall that we have talked in the previous episode up to which we as normal human beings can go and beyond that wall is the the the domain of the prophets we cannot get beyond the wall but we can go up to the wall right the throne itself may be the domain of the prophets and we may be able to reach up to the point of the image 2d image or 3d image of the throne or perhaps it may be the throne itself too we don't know we have not reached that point in our uh, human experience maybe we will never, never reach it, maybe we will at some point. Surely, along with their images, the voices of the men around the throne were also heard. So this is, in terms of the image, 2D image and the uh, sound, this is happening today in all of our lives. It became normalized. The 3D image, the holograms are possible. We don't know what the limit is, but there is a, a, a hint to this in the Quran Allah. İşte uzak mesafede celbi surete ve savta haşmetli bir surette işaret ediyor ve manen diyor. Ey ehli saltanat, adaleti tamme yapmak isterseniz Süleyman ruh ruyi zemini etrafıyla görmeye ve anlamaya çalışınız. Çünkü bir hakimi adalet pişe, bir padişahı raiyetperver, aktar memleketine her istediği vakit muttali olmak derecesine çıkmakla mesuliyeti maneviyeden kurtulur veya tam adalet yapabilir. <coughs> so, this sublimely signifies, this sublimely signifies, the transmission of images and sounds from long distances and says metaphysically, O the people of power! ahl the word that's used here is uh, Sultanat, which we usually translate as royal power, but it can be any people, anybody who is uh, exercising power in society governors, statesmen, presidents, prime ministers kings, princes, right, all the people of power if you want to have complete justice now this is an if sentence but it is understood from the rhetoric that this is supposed to be the goal the point if you want to have complete justice then try to see and understand the face of the earth with all its sides like Suleyman like Solomon this is because a just ruler and a monarch who loves his subjects finds salvation from metaphysical responsibility Or can have complete justice by rising to the degree of being cognizant of the quarters of his country anytime he wants. Now this is a subtle issue we have the example of Omar who is narrated to have said that uh, if a a sheep gets lost on the banks of Euphrates I would you know feel the burden of that the weight of that I would feel the responsibility of that. That's Omar so he wants to have awareness of what is happening on his um, lands, in his country, under his, his responsibility and power. He wants to be aware of all of it because he feels responsible for all of it. He wants to do justice. He wants to prevent um, oppression and crime and um, suffering anywhere and everywhere in his lands that is the ideal and that is the definition of complete justice only God has complete justice in that sense because only God sees everything at all times all at once we human beings are limited but if you want to increase our in our um, distribution of justice in our consolidation of justice in this world we need to we need to reach for uh, getting it to everybody everything everywhere at all times we cannot feel comfortable with um as wise gerents of the earth the earth and we should also say this like we as wise germs of the earth each and every human being has a share of this responsibility. Especially a responsibility over those who are weaker than themselves. Who are um, blessed with less power, reach, ability than themselves. And then there are some who have worldly power to a larger extent, who are given... Um, skills, and capacities, and command so they too should not be satisfied by meeting justice out to a limited circle of human beings or beings in general so let's take the example of country X let's say that this country is really powerful the ruler of this country has all the instruments of the state under his or her hands in his or her hands and uh, is a good good ruler too a just ruler and therefore doing all he or she can do and has built a beautiful society is that enough now, at one level, yes, because this is where this person is responsible for. At another level, well, this is a globalized world and nothing that happens in one country ever stays in one country. The level of um, economic welfare in one country, for instance, is a draw factor for the Uh, smart individuals, hardworking, smart individuals, skilled individuals of other countries. Therefore they leave their countries and come to this country, this country X. Now the other countries that were weak at the beginning are weaker. Or if you think about the, especially thinking about the modern age, if you think about the uh, level of industrialization and what that does to the environment, if you think of the number of cars and um, electric devices in households stay in america and canada and germany and france and england the developed countries if you think about the amount of energy that is being consumed in these countries and if you think about what it takes to to produce that energy what it does to the environment in terms of the carbon emissions and the depletion of the earth's resources and so on and so forth there certainly is damage that is being done to the rest of the world if for nothing because of the climate change climate um, global warming and the climate crisis that it is bringing now is it enough for this ruler to even if even if we are granting that there's a really good ruler to be good in his country or her country no we are not in a world where we can assume that we do uh, you know whatever it takes to uh, make within our limited reach wonderful and then you know so if we want complete justice we need to think more broadly We need to be aware of the problems of uh, other people other societies other beings all over the world and we need to feel the responsibility for that now the um transportation and communications revolutions that have happened in the past two centuries have given us the ability to um to have that we can put um cameras at every street corner observe what's going on in the in those streets we can put cameras in every public space we can uh, hack into people's computers and cell phones and other digital devices to get their information we can create a world of surveillance and therefore know about everything that's happening everywhere in the world right but the problem here is this is not about the skills that we develop this is not about the technologies that we invent once upon a time there was an impression among the world's muslims that we are progressing we are always moving in a better direction look how our ancestors used to live with so limited resources and how we live humanity is getting to a better and better position progress was assumed to be and this is you know not all over the world this is you know, mostly the European conception of history that then was borrowed by almost everybody else in the world progress was assumed to be progress in like industrial modernity was assumed to be the norm the inevitable the natural, the, you know, what is supposed to be, right? And it was supposed to be moving in a good direction for everybody. Europe was leading the way and everybody was going to catch up and then, you know, the entire world was going to be living in a, uh, you know, state of bliss, etc., etc. That optimism took away... And there might be other reasons too but this is one one way to see it that optimism took away the ability of human beings to critically assess what they are doing in this world they became heedless to the suffering and problems that that the side effects the collateral damage right Um, that their actions have been causing and also the point of these skills and technologies and so on and so forth the the furthest point that these miracles are showing is not for us to um, indulge our lower souls and let them lose onto the world to use those technologies to exploit people further to create what came to be known as you know, surveillance capitalism, in which big corporations with lots of money and uh, a big chunk of the technology in the world collect data about unaware individuals and then use that data to uh, steal them off their off the fruits of their labor. These skills and technologies are not supposed to be used, for surveillance authoritarianism, the, the worst example of which we have seen in Eastern Turkestan, which in China is known as Xinjiang, where the Chinese state where the Chinese state um, created a dystopian world where it surveilled, it put cameras everywhere, it put barcodes on the houses. It, it put human beings, as as um in households and massacred is exterminating a whole population this is not supposed to be used for uh, surveillance air air, uh, aircraft and satellites to find out where individuals are walking on the street and bomb them from thousands of miles away, right? This is the world of wisdom. In this world, God's custom works in a regular, in a patterned way. And whoever figures out what those patterns are can harness them. But the problem is, they can be harnessed for good, or they can be harnessed for bad. The reason why Suleyman David Dawud salam, all other prophets and saints as well, are given miracles. That is, the reason why the norms are being broken for them is because they have excelled in their worshipful slavehood in their goodness now there's another kind of miracle that's istidharaj alluring miracle it is given to those who have exiled in their rebellion and oppression and, and evil so far that they have earned God's wrath they have torn themselves away from God's mercy and God lets them lose in this world because this world in its what we call nominative meaning in in and of itself right not in its aspect that faces the divine that faces God but the aspect of the world that faces itself is worthless so god lets those individuals lose in order to increase their punishment so we should be wary of this as people living in the 21st century we each each and every one of us share a responsibility for the level of technology for the level of um, manipulation that we have acquired in this world we should be concerned about what it is being used for so jennabah şu ayetin lisanı remziyle manen diyor ki Ey beni Adem! Madem bir abdime geniş bir mülk ve o geniş mülkünde adaleti tamme yapmak için ahval ve vukuat zemine bizzat ıttılığa veriyorum. Ve madem her bir insana fıtraten zemine bir halife olmak kabiliyetini vermişim, elbette o kabiliyete göre ruh-i zemini görecek ve bakacak, anlayacak istidadını dahi vermesini hikmetim ektiza ettiğinden vermişim. Şahsen o noktaya yetişmezse de neven yetişebilir. Maddeten erişemezse de ehli velayet mesülü manen erişebilir. Öyle ise şu azim nimetten istifade edebilirsiniz. Haydi göreyim sizi. Vazife-i ubudiyetinizi unutmamak şartıyla öyle çalışınız ki, ruh zemini her tarafı her birinize görülen ve her köşesindeki sesleri size işittiren bir bahçeye çeviriniz. Estaizu billah. Walla dija la lakumul arda delu Famshu fam shu fi mena ki wa kulu min reski hi wa ilayhin Daki, Farman, Rahman, idi In the tongue of the hint in this verse, the sublime real says metaphysically, O oh, children of Adam. Since I am giving one of my slaves a vast property and states and direct cognizance of the happenings on earth in order for him to implement complete justice on that vast property, and since I have given each human being in his innate nature the ability to be a vicegerent of the earth, surely the human being will see the face of the earth in accordance with that ability. He will look and understand it Understand that it is because my wisdom calls for it that I have given him his aptitude. Even if he cannot reach that point personally, he can do so as a species. Even if he cannot reach materially, he can reach metaphysically, like the people of sainthood. In that case, you can benefit from this tremendous blessing. Go ahead, let me see you. On condition that you do not forget your duty of worshipful slavehood work in such a way that you turn the face of the earth into a garden every part of which will be visible to you and that will let you hear the voices in every corner of it listen to the decree of the merciful in it is he who has made the earth manageable for you travel its regions eat his provisions and to him you will be resurrected so this last sentence um, it is he who has made the earth manageable for you travel its regions eat his provision and to him you will be resurrected is from the quran chapter 67 verse 15 and let's try to read this paragraph again with some reflection in the tongue of the hint in this verse the sublime real says metaphysically o children of adam since i am giving one of my slaves a vast property and states and direct cognizance of the happenings on earth in order for him to implement complete justice on that vast property this is Suleyman he was given uh, vast property uh, unprecedented by the standards of his time various states, uh, he was a uh, prophet, he had miracles the jinn were, were afraid of him and obeyed him for instance direct cognizance of the happenings on earth why? to implement complete justice on that vast property now the second part of this, that's the Prophet Sallallahu what about us? And since I have given each human being in his innate nature, futra, the way we are created, the ability to be a vicegerent of the earth, this we are born with, the ability to be a vicegerent of the earth. The, um, all animals, all plants transform their environments to some extent, usually for the better the uh, bees for instance fly from flower to flower in order to collect the nectarine and in the process they pollinate uh, trees and plants and so on and so forth they do change their environments to some extent that is in their innate nature but the innate nature the futra of the human being is that his hand reaches his intellect reaches his imagination reaches to all sorts of places where the the hand that's power intellect and imagination of nothing else on the face of the earth reaches he is given the ability to subjugate other animals plants the forces that god has built this and continues to create sustains this world with so that is vice We have the ability to manipulate, to transform this earth. And of course that will come with responsibility, right? So since I have given each human being in his innate nature the ability to be a vicegerent of the earth, surely the human being will see the face of the earth in accordance with that ability. In accordance, so a part of, an aspect of that ability is as indicated, as not indicated, as hinted in the story of Sulaiman, is to see vast distances, to become aware of what's happening in vast distances. He will look and understand that it is because my wisdom calls calls for it that I have given him his aptitude. So this aptitude is not given to the human being randomly. These skills, these faculties, this intellect, this imagination is not given to the human being randomly, right? There is a purpose, there is a wisdom. An end is meant in this or with this. Even if he cannot reach that point personally, like each and every one of us, we cannot do it, right? Some of us are... um, less intelligent than others, some of us have less opportunities than others some of us, but some of us do have those opportunities and especially when human beings together when we put our acts and intellects together we even go to go to space we build space stations we imagine uh, creating a civilization on say Mars even if he cannot reach that point personally, he can do so as a species, the humankind. Even if he cannot reach materially, he can reach metaphysically, like the people of sainthood. In that case, you can benefit from this tremendous blessing. So it is put, in, put before you. It is provided to you. You can, you have the ability to benefit from this tremendous blessing. But keep in mind, it is a blessing. It is given to you. You cannot consume the blessing, use the blessing, and forget the blessor. Go ahead. Let me see you. Now, this is the important part. I mean, it's all important, but this is really important. On condition that you do not forget your duty of worshipful slavehood work in such a way that you turn the face of the earth into a garden every part of which will be visible to you and that will let you hear the voices in every corner of it so it's possible that you as if you are standing in the middle of a garden that you have tended to and you are turning around and watching the beauties that are being um, that god is sprouting and making flourish in that garden right as if you perhaps climbed a you know high point on a gazebo or something and watching it turn the entire earth into a garden like that fill it with beauties and then watch the beauties you can you will have the ability to access the the vision the image and the sounds in different parts of the the this, the face of the earth but do it on condition that you do not forget your duty of worshipful slavehood what is that duty when you look and see i mean first and foremost you acknowledge that it is a blessing that it is from god you do not look and see just the thing in and of itself with its nominative meaning, but you contemplate the indicative meaning, that is the aspect of the thing that points to the Lord, the creator, the sustainer. Two, you act with the responsibility, with the understanding that your vicegerency on this earth comes with the responsibility to tent to attend to the needs of every being on the face of this earth. Wherever your hand and vision and hearing reaches, you have a responsibility. Now this is like concentric circles. Our first and foremost responsibility is well, to ourselves. This body is given to me for a purpose and that is to worship my Lord so I cannot not pray perform the prayer five times a day and then say that I am fulfilling my responsibility to my Lord as as his vicegerent on earth by uh, being such a good citizen of the world and you know saving the environment and so on no I cannot say that my first and foremost responsibility is to my my ex my personal existence. And then my family, my children, my house, my household. I cannot not um, maintain my household in a way that is healthy and happy for those who are under my care. And then Assume that I am fulfilling my responsibility as the vast of my Lord to to the entire world um, by saving some distant community somewhere out at, in the, the other end of the world. Then perhaps my street, my neighborhood. Then perhaps my city. Then perhaps my country. Then perhaps the in other communities other countries in the world right in concentric circles the degree of the intensity of the responsibility increases but we need to have tact sometimes there are things that happen on the horizons that directly affect everything that is included in the horizon like in the case of the climate climate crisis when the weather warms up too much right I um I lose my ability to worship my Lord, to perform extra prayers. When the weather warms up too much, we have uh, too many, let's say, uh, air conditioning devices going on in the world, and there is need need for energy for that, and then the the energy prices increase, and perhaps I won't be able to afford this for my family. So sometimes there are things that happen on, on the horizons that affect us directly, But as long as we use tact, we can manage this and balance things out, right? And we need to balance things out. And also, God is merciful. He wants us, his slaves, to be merciful. Whoever does not have mercy on what is on earth, on the face of the earth, will not be shown mercy by those in the heavens is not shown mercy by those in the heavens, right? So, if you are given so much power, that is to be used with mercy, with gentleness. We cannot let those powers lose onto the world and think that this is given to us because we are doing this and that no that would be that would be what Qarun did he was given wealth i mean several people had to carry the keys of his treas- treasuries the buildings that he locked up his treasures there was that was so much that There were so many keys that one person could not carry the keys. But when he was asked, he he would say, this is given to me because of my knowledge. No. First of all, you need to understand the first part of that sentence. This is given to you. You did not acquire it yourself. And we did it many times. We did this many times. At, At the core of it, We are impotent, impotent individuals all. We cannot even lift our hands on our own. How are we going to see the other end of the world? And two, it is not given to you because of your knowledge. Your knowledge is given to you too. It is given to you to test you. This vice-sturancy is given to us to test us. So we need to use it responsibly. If we don't, we will be accountable for it. İşte Beşer'in nazik sanatlarından olan celbi suret ve safların çok ilerisindeki nihayat hududunu şu ayet Remzen gösteriyor ve teşviki işmam ediyor. So, with a hint, this verse shows the furthest boundaries of the transmission of images and sounds. So that's a miracle of the quran of course so one might you know think like this is a story that's narrated in the quran there was this bird the bird uh, saw that at a far land there was this queen and they were not worshiping god the bird came and informed uh, sulaiman and then salam, when he finally uh, summoned that queen asked his ministers his advisors who can bring her throne to me so that that would be a extraordinary event that would indicate to her his power one of the the de- demons who were subjugated to Sulaiman alayhi said I can bring it to you before you get up and then someone who was given the knowledge of the book said I can give uh, bring it before the twinkle of an eye before before you like clo- open and close your eye and there it was the throne was there they saw it now one might say like so what is the point right this is the book of the Lord of the realms it's God's massive message to us the human beings as wise children of the world this is a this is a tremendous thing so what's going on right well all verses have many meanings and you know the Quran is a book of wisdom it is full of wisdom we cannot exhaust the wisdoms that's in the Quran right one of them Ustad that Nursi uh, explains to us is this right it shows the Quran's miraculousness it I mean it has two aspects to it one after it happens after we have tv sets and internet and can see things on screens and hear things on screens from the other end of the world and you know we are starting to to um use holograms and so on so so forth we turn to the quran and say subhanallah it was here it was mentioned here this is one of the miracles of the quran the quran has informed us about this in advance and the other aspect of this is before it happens or as it is happening this is the furthest furthest point that you as human beings can reach try it work try to reach that point and understand how god has created this universe understand his customs see the patterns in his customs and harness them for good and also as you understand those patterns also recognize that these patterns are uh manifestations of his his conduct his or not the way he repeatedly does things there is knowledge about your lord in all of this and your point in this creation is to know your lord to know and worship him right so with a hint this verse shows the furthest boundaries of the transmission of images and sounds, which is a delicate art of the humankind, and it suggests an encouragement. Like there's an encouragement in this to, you know, go ahead. You might be able to figure this out. Hem mesela yine Hazreti Süleyman cin ve şeytanları ve ervah habiseyi tesir edip men ve umuru nafiada etmeyi ifade eden şu ayetler. أَسْتَعَيْزُ بِاللّٰهِ مُقَرَّن۪ينَ فِي الْأَصْفَادِ وَمِنَ الشَّيَاط۪ينِ مَنْ يَغُوسُونَ لَهُ وَيَعَمَلُونَ عَمَلًا دُونَ ذَٰلِكِ İlâ ahir. Ayet ile diyor ki, yerin insandan sonra zişur olarak en mühim sekinesi olan cin insana hizmetkar olabilir. Onlarla temas edilebilir. Şeytanlarda düşmanlığı bırakmaya mecbur olup ister istemez hizmet edebilirler ki Cenab-ı Hakk'ın evamirine musahhar olan bir abdine onları musahhar etmiştir. Also, for instance, about uh, Hz. Süleyman aleyhisselam again, it says with these verses which express the subjugation of the jinn, the satans and malignant souls, thus prohibiting their evil and employing them in useful works. And the translation of the uh, verses come here. And others chained in fetters, and and some of the satans who die for him and do other works besides. To the end, uh, both of these uh, verses. The first one is chapter thirty-eight, verse thirty-eight, and the second one is chapter twenty-one, verse eighty-two. The jinn, who after the human being are the most important inhabitants of the earth, that possess consciousness. Can't become the human beings servants it is possible to get in touch with them the satans can be compelled to drop enmity and serve whether they want to or not and thus the sublime real has subjugated them to one of his slaves who subjugated to his commands now this is the beginning of a new section Uh, we will not continue uh, from here on but we can still begin with this paragraph and uh, we read the phrases or sections from two verses we will inshallah, read the uh, full uh, versions of those two. Also for instance about Hazrat Sulaiman again so another miracle that is mentioned in the Quran about Sulaiman It says with these verses which express the subjugation of the jinn, the satans and malignant souls. Now uh, you know some people won't believe in the jinn, the satans, they don't believe in metaphysical realities or maybe these are not even metaphysical let's say spiritual uh, realities and thus prohibiting their evil and employing them in useful works but we believe in this and uh, there are manifestations and ramifications of their existence in society Uh, we all hear narrations about them like these extraordinary things sometimes there are like documentaries and so on so forth about them but also we each experience this in our own lives if we pay close attention to the thought processes that go through our minds we notice that oftentimes we do not produce those thoughts they come to us oftentimes there will be thoughts that come to us that we we don't know where it just appeared what like what reminded us of it we don't even uh notice the cue it just comes right now if those uh thoughts are suggesting good things things that will earn us our lord's pleasure then they are going to be angelic suggestions they might even be directly from god in the form of inspiration or they, that they might be angelic uh, suggestions but if they are thoughts that will lead us to our Lord's displeasure then they are from Satan they are from sometimes the the jinn that have become uh, Satan's uh, servants will be from malignant souls so we all experience this in our own lives and there is great danger to be expected from them, but the furthest point that God is signifying, showing to us here, is that in the case of Sulaiman alayhi salam, God subjugated them to Him, and He was Sulaiman alayhi salam was able to, with God's leave, of course, prohibit their evil and employ them in useful works. And there are verses in the quran that point to this and we read some uh, sections from those verses but the f- you know fuller version uh, would be from the chapter 38 i'll read the verses 36 through 40. so we gave him power over the wind this is Sulaiman which at his request ran gently wherever he willed and we talked about this in the earlier episodes and the jinn every kind of builder and diver and others chained in fetters so we subjugated the jinn to him and we gave the jinn to his service right that's what we understand although that's not a literal literal uh, translation every kind of builder and diver and others chained in fetters this is our gift so give or withhold as you wish without account this is what God told uh, Suleiman this is our gift so give or withhold as you wish without account. So Sulaiman had reached such a point of innocence that God said, you know, he, he would not even be held to account. And of course, this is what we know from our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam too. He, he was forgiven, he was innocent. And if if some mishaps, you know, not sins, but mistakes came from him, even that was f- forgiven. His reward will be nearness to us and a good place to return to. This is for Sulaiman and those who follow in the footsteps of Sulaiman. And the uh, verse from chapter 21 is And some of the Satans who died for him and do other works besides, we were watching over them. So God subjugated the jinn to Sulaiman and God was watching over them. It was not Sulaiman in and of himself personally who was subjugating them. He did not have the power to do that, but God subjugated them for him. So Istad Nursi continues about this in the paragraph, the jinn who after the human being are the most important inhabitants of the earth that possess consciousness, because we know that they have some level of will, they, they are held accountable, can become the human being's servants. They are superior uh, in, in terms of the the abilities that they are given, including willpower, awareness and self-awareness, in terms of uh, the power of the faculty of choice, they are superior to animals. They can be, these superior beings can be uh, the human being servants. They can become servants to the human being. It is possible to get in touch with them. The satans can be compelled to drop enmity. Satan is the most like clear and cl- clear and most like obvious in most hardened enemy of the human being. But they can be compelled. They won't do it, you know, willingly. But they can be compelled to drop enmity and serve, whether they want to or not. And thus, the sublime real has subjugated them to one of his slaves, who subjugated to. His commands. So this is the important part. I mean, again, it's all important, but this is really important, right? The sublime real has subjugated them to one of his slaves. What kind of a slave is that? Sulaiman who subjugated to his commands. His commands can be uh in two main ways from our points of view, point like from the human point of view. It can be tanzili, commands that descend that are in the sharia uh that that that we derive from the scripture the quran and the prophetic traditions and they can be creational commands because the satans are subject to the order in which god created the realm too the jinn are subject to the order in which god created the realm too so this is a further point but inshallah, we will delve into that, read the rest of the section in the next episode. Uh, for now, we need to end. Subhanaka la ilmelana, illama alamtana, inna kant al alimul hakeem, wa akhridawahum, and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. al-fatiha.